welcome to Coffee Time. I'm your host, Carlota, and this is a new episode. Today we are going to be talking about friendships. I think that this is a very interesting and very important topic, so I'm very excited to talk about this with you guys. But first, I'll just talk a little bit about my week, as always. So, uh, I just, like, literally, my week is the same Like, I haven't done anything super special. As I mentioned on my previous podcast, uh, I am on my on vacation right now. So I'm like on my, in my step break. So I'm doing nothing but studying and just hanging out and having fun. I'm having a lot of fun just relaxing and doing whatever I want. So, yeah. I'm also trying to learn how to use my microphone. As I've been mentioning, I have a microphone, but I do not know how to use it. I feel stupid. I'm not super good at this technological stuff. I'm super bad. My grandma is better than me. I don't know why, but I'm not friends with all these technological things. I'm not good at them. I've never been and I'll never be. So... I'm trying to land. I uh, yesterday I went to my sister's boyfriend's house. Um so he could teach me how to use my microphone and I do know how to use it, but I need headphones that connect to my computer. And I just have my Bluetooth headphones so I don't have like a cable that connects my headphones to my computer. I don't have those. I just have my Bluetooth Air, airpods so and those don't work so i cannot use my microphone yet but i'll have my headphones next tuesday so i'll just have to wait until then to use my microphone i hope because every time i have a new problem i don't know why but apart from it like let's talk about all this stuff Okay, so right now I'm studying statistics because I'm failing statistics. I'm not good at it. And I don't know, I'm just trying to pass this course. I don't know how I'm going to do it, but I try. I'm doing my hardest here. I don't want to go to June. There is when you can retake your exam if you fail during May. I hope I don't have to because I want to be on my summer break during summer. Or during summer, sorry, during June. I want to be on my back and on holidays. I don't want to be studying, but I don't know if I'll be able to because the statistics is hard. At least to me. I'm 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 having problems here. Another thing that I've been doing that's more fun than just studying is reading. I've been reading Creston Creston City. Like, it's a Sarah J. Maas book. Uh, it's super good. I really recommend it. I know that this book is old, like, not old, but it has come out. It came out, like, I don't know, one year, two years ago, more or less. I don't really know. And everyone have been, everyone has been talking about this book for a long time. And I just started reading it. Well, I'm almost finishing the book, but the thing is that... I bought it later than other people did. I don't know why, I just didn't have time. But it's super good. If you haven't read it, you should. 
because it's super interesting and interest. Uh, <laughs> sorry, super interesting, and I'm loving it. I'm loving every every single page. So you should read it as well. Another thing that I've been doing, I've been spending time with my father. And yes, well, I don't know if it was yesterday. I think it was yesterday. Yesterday I baked. It's not baking. I just cooked uh, torrijas. It's something that you eat during Easter here in Spain. I have a picture on my podcast Instagram, so you can check it out. They are delicious. You should try them if you can. They're awesome. And I had a lot of fun making them. So yeah, that's it. That's everything I've been doing during this week. So yeah. Now let's start talking about our topic today, that's friendships. Having a very unique and special friendship is very important. And as almost every important thing, it is pretty hard to find someone to share this kind of relationships with. When you're a kid, it's super easy to find a friend. Like, you literally just have to talk to someone, a random kid, and you're just besties. Like, I remember going to hotels when I was younger and just being at the pool and talking to some random girl and be like, Hey, I'm Carlota. Nice to meet you. Do you want to be my bestie? And the girl would be like, yeah, of course. And we would be best friends for four days. And we would be super happy. But sadly, when you grow up, you realize that making friends is not as easy as it used to. And that has been a problem, at least to me. I do love to have good friends. And finding those are like finding diamonds. It's pretty hard sometimes. I've been lucky enough to have a sister. So my first bestie was my sister. Uh, she taught me a lot of things and I am so grateful for our relationship. We are like, she was my first friend and she still is my first friend. Like, we have such a close friendship. Like, I don't know how to explain it. It's just beautiful. So I've been lucky enough to have her. She's four years, well, not four years, sorry, three and a half years older than me. But we have a very close connection. We understand each other pretty well. And that's fantastic. And the older we grow, the more connected we are because we understand each other more. So that's awesome. I just can't describe it as awesome. But at one point when I was a kid, I was very dependent on my sister. And when I started going to school, uh, when I was a little girl, we went to the same school, my sister and I. And I've been going to the same school since I was three years old. Right now, I'm on college, so I'm not going to school anymore. But I went to the same school for I don't know how many years. But I started when I was three and I finished when I was 18 so there's that but the things that my sister and I went to the same school and I used to hang out with her friends and her when we had a break and my mom at one point was kind of worried because she was like well you have to be with you have to make your own friends like you have to go with 
your、uh, classmates. You have to hang out with them. And there was no problem with that. I ended up having my own group of friends as, as normal. Like, it's very easy when you are a kid to have your friends. Like, I don't think that you have like a group of friends when you are a little girl or a boy because you just talk to everyone. Like, most of the time, they are just innocent little humans. They don't care. They just want to have fun. And that's <laughs> just loving it. I just love kids. But the thing is that they just want to have fun, talk to people, play around, and that's it. So, I did make my own f- friends. And that was that. There was not traumatic experience or anything where I just had my own. Group of friends, and well, not a group of friends. I hanged out like I used to hang out with everyone. Like, I used to love to talk to everyone. Things start to get harder when you grow up, when you start your teenage years, and when you start creating your own thoughts and ideas, as I mentioned during the episode of being a teenager. I think that you start having your own opinions, you start seeing things that you don't like, that you do like about your friends. Well, your Friends, when you were a kid, like you start just splitting up because you start realizing that you may not be with the people that you should, and you start making new friends, talking to new people, starting creating new relationships and bonds with different people, and that's fine. But you start sometimes feeling lonely when you do not connect with people, when you start feeling lonely, that's kind of depressing. At one point, you start asking yourself and questioning everything like, Am I the problem? Why I'm not making friends? Why I'm not connected with someone? Because when you create that beautiful bond you create with real friends, it's such a precious bond. Like, a friendship is beautiful. Having a beautiful friendship is mo- one of the most important things in life. And not finding that connection, it's hard. And I had a lot of problems finding my true friends. Now, I want to tell you guys my stories about my different friendships. And everything obviously is going to be about me, my point of view. So just keep that in mind. Okay, so as I mentioned, when I was a little kid, I used to be best just with my sister. And. Then I made my own group of friends. But things started to get pretty difficult when I started my teenage years. I have to mention that I've been going to the same school for my whole life. And I love my school. It's a very small place and it feels like a big family. Like, you know, everyone, your teachers know you, your name. So, the problem started when my teachers, well, my school, mixed the three classrooms. I have to explain this because I don't know if this is the same in your high schools and all that stuff. I know that in the United States it's very different than here in Spain how the system works. So, I'll explain a little bit. Okay. When you are, well, it depends how many people, how many like、uh, students are in the school. But my school, as I said, it was pretty small. So, there were. Three classrooms for each level. So when you're six years old, you go to with people your same age, and there are three classrooms. And in each classroom, usually 
they are 27, 30 people. No more, not 30 students per classroom. And that's it. Okay, so there were three classrooms, A, B, and C. And the problem started when the school mixed the students. So my friends went to a different classroom and I was alone in another classroom. They were in the A classroom, classroom A, and I was, for example, in classroom C. I don't really remember, but I was alone. Like, they put me with people that I did not know because they were in the other classrooms. And I obviously knew them, like their faces, but they were not my friends. Because I had been going to the same classroom with the same people for, I don't know how many years, eight years, nine years, something like that. And now I was alone. I was with people that I did not really know, like, obviously I did know them, because I said, my school is school, my school is a school, my school is small, so I knew them, but I, they were my friends, I had my own friends, and they were not with me, because they mixed the students, and now I was alone, I don't know if you did understand this, because it's a little bit confusing if you don't know how the system works, but I think at more or less, I did explain the situation, if you did not understand, I'm so sorry, but the point is that I was alone at one point, literally, I was in another classroom with different people, it was like I had changed schools, like I was like in another different school, because I did not really know my new classmates, because they were in other classrooms, not with me, so the problem started though, I started feeling alone, my friends were still together, so they were talking to each other during class, during their different periods, talking to, because you don't change classroom, you don't go to your science class and you have to move, no, you stay in the same classroom and the teachers come to your classroom, you don't go to a different room, so that's it, so my friends were in the same classroom all the time, talking to each other, and I did not know what they were talking about because it was in a different classroom, I started feeling lonely and it was pretty bad. And at that point, when I was like 11, 12 years old, I started reading. I used to hate reading. I'll talk about this in another episode. But the thing is that I started reading a lot and books became my bestest. So I started my emo face. And then I made my own group of friends in this classroom. And they were pretty nice. It, it's the group that I mentioned before in another episode. They were super nice. And then during that year when I was 13, 12, I don't really know. It's when I met my best, my first best friend. This girl was obviously in my new group of friends. The one that I was talking about. But she started being my best friend. We did have a very strong connection. We could talk for hours about different stuff. It was amazing. Like, amazing. Uh, the things that we used to talk about, we were free to just share our ideas without fear of being judged. Like, we could talk and just relax and have fun. It was amazing. It was absolutely amazing. And I call her Martha because I want. Okay, that's not her real name. We are in good terms right now, but I'm not just saying her name because I don't think it's like 
nice to just say her name. The thing is that Martha, okay, Martha was amazing. And our connection was super strong. And we stayed as besties for two more years. But then I went to the United States. And we... Our connection was not as strong, obviously, because I was in another different country. Where we still talked for hours and all that stuff. But it was obviously different. Uh, when I was in the United States, I had a very rough time at one point. Because I was kind of depressed. Because I felt lonely. I had not friends. Everything was absolutely different. And I was just 15 years old. So obviously I was very young. And I was alone. But then I met someone super special to me, and there, there she is, my second best friend, and she was amazing. I thanks to her, my year was awesome. She made everything nice, and she made me happy. Like my year was awesome thanks to her and all the people, obviously. But she was just super special she is super special to me we are still super good friends like uh to me she's always going to be my bestie even though we haven't seen each other in three years <laughs> but the thing is that she means a lot to me and our connection was awesome we learned a lot of things thanks to each other and it was just perfect our connection was perfect we could share anything with each other. We helped each other a lot. And I don't know. It was just very beautiful. Then I had to go back to Spain. And I was still with my friends. But the problem started when Martha and I did not connect as well as we used to. She changed during the year that I was in the United States. I obviously changed when I was in the United States. And that became kind of a problem because we did not connect as well as we used to. Uh, our friendship changed and we ended in good terms or friendship, but it was still very hot and it was kind of horrible because she meant a lot to me and losing that connection was hard. But that was, I could not do anything and she couldn't do couldn't do anything and that was it at least we did finish our friendship in good terms and we are still we are still in contact so that's good but not everything was bad during that time my childhood best friend came back to my school she left when she was 10 years old and then she came back and we connected like, for example, the problem that I had with Martha, that we did not connect and we were just separated for a year. When I was separated to my childhood friend for six years, we did connect. Like, we, it was like time has not, hadn't passed. Like, we were the same. And that was awesome. She's still one of my best friends. And our relationship is such a beautiful one. And I'm so grateful for it. This was during my junior year, so I had this, my childhood best friend that came back 
my other best friend uh i did not mention her before but she was in my first group of friends when i was 12 years old and we are still best friends and we did connect when i came back uh, to the united states we were as we used to nothing changed between us and that was awesome and then i made another friend during that year but then the pan the pandemic came and everything was kind of like everything like stopped i I, at least that that's how it felt to me i have to say that thanks to the pandemic is that my sister and i started becoming best friends again because during that time i was a teenager she was like doing other things we were not as close as we used to and with this during this period of time that we had to be together all the time uh we could become the best friends that we once were and that was awesome i had a lot of fun with her like my memories during the uh, about that time are just fun and beautiful because we really had a good time and that was it then everything came back to normal more or less and then my senior year started here in spain you have to study a lot so i spent most of my time studying a lot but that did not stop me from making two two new best friends that are still my best friends and i love them so much so with all this being said i just wanted to explain you guys a little bit about how my friendships have changed throughout my life like i've had many different friendships with many different people and i think that that's normal and that's it's good because i was able to meet a lot of people so making and creating beautiful friendships it's hot at least to me finding this kind of people that like the people that you really connect to it's hot to me friends mean a lot they are family and finding them is hot it takes time and i don't know i just feel such an important bond that it has to be special and connected with someone is hard and difficult you don't find people well if you're lucky yes but i am not lucky and i've had to face different situations where i felt lonely but with myself I started questioning everything and anything at the same time. It was bad at one point and at sometimes I still struggle with just questioning myself and my value and when you start questioning you, you start questioning everything around you. Like am I a good friend? That's why like am I the problem? That's why she's not texting me or he's not texting me. Like I'm not important. Uh, why? Blah, blah, blah. And all that stuff, right? Well, and that has been a problem to me. I'm someone who thinks a lot. I overthink a lot. Like, a lot. I can take a situation and start thinking and thinking about it for hours. But when you find a friend, you have to take care of it because... It is such an important bond that you cannot just be like, "Ah, okay, now I have you and now I don't care about you." No. You have to take care of it. Having a friend is so important. 
someone you can talk to that person about anything feel like be yourself it fulfills you you feel complete you feel loved and it is so important friends make you be a better person and you make them be a better person and that's so important and we have to keep that in mind all the time you don't have to be the same as your friend because some people are like no like you're too different like you cannot be friends with her she's just the completely opposite of you like you are another person you don't have anything in common it's like and what's wrong with that like more opinions more ideas does not have you don't have to be a, well you can obviously i have friends that i have more in common with them than with others and that does not doesn't mean that i love them more than the other person that has nothing to do with that friendships are unique and each friend is a different person and we have to keep that in mind they are individuals and we have to take care of each one of them in different ways and we talk with them about different stuff They're just different, and that doesn't mean that you'd love one more than other. Then we find some difficulties during friendships, during our different friendships. One of them is starting to know that the friendship is not the same as it used to. When you realize that you are not besties, when you are not the best friends that you used to be, it hurts. It hurts a lot because you love that person and knowing that you have changed or that that person has changed you cannot do anything to control that and it's difficult to know when to stop being best friends with someone well it's not like you stop at one point like now we are not like today we are not best friends anymore it's more like a process And but while that process is going on, it hurts because you know you may not be thinking about it all the time, but inside you, you know that something is changing in that relationship, and that can hurt a lot. I think that that's one of the most horrible. Well, not horrible. It's one of the hardest moments when you realize that something is changing and you cannot control it, and then something different can happen, and it's that the other person in the relationship does not do as much as you do. You, they don't care as much as you care, and that can hurt a lot as well. That has happened to me when I think that when I'm friends with someone, I try to put everything out. I try to give my best to like I try to be my best. I try to do my best, sorry. Um I try to just love them, to show them how much I care, to be there for them. And sometimes I do not receive the same treatment and that can hurt a lot because you start questioning everything. And sometimes these relationships become toxic to you because that hurt your health, like your mental health. And you know that you have to stop them because they are not good for you. But how can you do that? Like you start like thinking like, how can I stop being friends with that person? Even though they're hurt to me, like how can I just stop? It's so difficult and difficult. 
that process hurts as much as the other one. Like, just finishing a relationship hurts. Because friends are so unique. They're, as I mentioned at the beginning of this podcast, diamonds, they're so important, they're treasures. And knowing that things can change and that you can lose that treasure hurts. Sometimes you lose them because you both change. Sometimes you lose them because that person doesn't care about you and you know that that person's hurting you. And just, it just hurts. And something that we cannot allow is that when you start to be desperate and you start crawling for someone, you start begging them for their love. And we cannot allow that, guys. I've done that, not just like literally begging, but just being like, oh no, they're not as bad as they seem. Uh, they don't talk to me or they don't ask me, but when we hang out, they're super nice, so we are fine. No, that's not true. If someone, you have to value your feelings and you cannot beg for someone. Never. Not in a friendship or in any kind of relationship. You have to love yourself. And you cannot just beg or crawl for someone else. I know that just talking about this and you're maybe like, yeah, you're right. Or you are wrong. You may not like agree with me. I'm just talking about how I felt at one point and how I just analyzed the whole situation now that I'm in a good place. But I know how hard it is to just stop being friends with someone, even though that person is not good for you. I know that you start questioning your own feelings. You start questioning yourself, like maybe he or she is not the problem. I am the problem. I'll, I'll just forgetting about things and details. Like, no, it was not as bad. But guys, if you felt bad at one point, you're going to just be like, no, I, th that was not true. Oh, forget about that. You have to care about yourself and your feelings. They are important. And you cannot just stop them. Uh, you cannot be like, no, it was not true. Like that didn't happen. Oh, just thinking about that. No, it was not as bad because uh, I cried, for example, a month ago about... This is not true. I cried a month ago about uh, friendship. All right? Something happened. I don't actually remember what happened, but I did know how I felt. But I'm like, well, if I don't remember, it's not, it was not as bad. Uh, and when you're like, okay, I'll talk to that person about this problem. You're like, but, but I don't actually remember why I cried. But you did cry and you did feel bad. And that's important. You just have to tell how you, like, when you talk about this kind of stuff, talking about your feelings, like, I don't know what happened. But at one point, you did something that made me cry. That's important. You don't have to give more explanation, I do think. I think that feelings explain a lot of things. In some cases, in other cases, do not because we, I don't know, it depends. But the thing is that feelings are important and we have to care about them. We do also have to think that we cannot be like, oh, I'm not friends with you because you talk a lot and that annoys me. Bye. You cannot just say that and be like, goodbye. You have to, sometimes, I've done this. I know this is a problem because I've done this. I sometimes do care so much about the person that I don't want to bother that person. I'm like, okay, I it bothers me that um, he doesn't text me 
or that he doesn't answer that he doesn't answer me when I text him in five days and I'm like hey can you just reply like just can you just answer and that bothers me but I don't tell that person I'm like well it doesn't matter it doesn't matter but it does matter to me because it's bothering me it's bothering me but I don't tell him I have to talk to that person. Like, I cannot just be like, hey, you do that? That bothers me? You are an awful friend? Bye. No, I cannot be like that. Like, obviously, it depends on the action. If that person, if my best friend is, like, kissing my boyfriend, it's, like, obvious that that's going to bother me. I'm talking about more, like, things that may not be as obvious to someone else. Like, the texting stuff. A lot of people do that. And that bothers me a lot. And some people are like, well, I that that's not important to me. So I do not know that, that that could bother you. So talking, it's so important. It's essential. If you want to have a healthy friendship or any kind of relationship, talking is so important and sharing your feelings, how you felt and all that stuff is what it's going to make a friendship a good one or any kind of relationship a good one. Because you cannot blame someone for their actions if you don't tell them that that bothers you. That person may not know. Then we have another option. That's when when you tell them like, hey, it bothers me that you don't reply to my texts in a week. And I'm like waiting and you don't just just answer. And if you tell them that person is like, oh, fine. Yeah, I understand. I'm sorry. But then they keep doing that. Okay, then you can just tell them like, hey. Am I not important? Like, I'm telling you that it bothers me, that it annoys me, and that it hurts me. I would never hurt someone knowing that it, that's hurting them. So if someone does that to you, it's like, what's wrong with you? Like, you should care about my feelings because I'm important. So all this being said, this more serious chat, now I'm going to tell you guys more positive stuff that you can do to in to improve your relationships at least things that I do and I think that they are important I'm going to start by saying how important friends are and how much we have to care for them they're awesome at least my friends and I hope they're yours they are amazing people They help me to become a best version of myself and I do help them At least I hope that I do help them to become their best version. We share our ideas, our thoughts. We talk for hours. We laugh for hours. I don't know, but we care so much for each other and we have to care a lot for our friends and we cannot forget about them. I'm going to tell you guys a sentence Uh, that I think it's very important and that I love. It's a sentence that a friend of mine loves and that helps her a lot. So I'm going to tell you guys so it might help you as well. Okay, so here it is. Blessed is he who knows that to share a pain is to divide it and to share a joy is to multiply it by Facundo Cabral. Okay, so I just think that's beautiful and I think that's true. Everything, every single word, it's true. When you have a friend... Or any kind of relationship. A pain, when you share something that hurts you, your friend's going to try to help you and to divide that pain so it doesn't hurt you as much. And when you tell someone, a friend of you of yours, something that makes you happy, 
they're going to be happy for you. So they're going to multiply that joy. And I think it's true and that we have to appreciate those kind of moments. So I hope that this sentence helps you because it does help me and it helps my friend. So yeah. We have to offer our friends or well, everyone our best version. We have to be the best that we can. We have to smile to give good energies. We have to just try to make everyone a little bit happier. At least that's what I try. Obviously, I'm not always happy, but I try to be almost all the time to share my positive ideas. At least, uh, yeah, so obviously, I'm just trying. I don't know if it works, but at least I try. You have to know that a good friend is family. It becomes family. And family is so important. We have to care for them, love them. And they have to know that. I want my friends to know that I'm there for them, that I have their backs. I want them to know that I protect them, that I hope and I wish for the best, that I want them to be the happiest person, well, people in the world. I want them to become what they want to become. I want them to achieve their goals and I want to be there and see that progress and evolution. I don't know, guys. But we have to understand and to think about the importance of having friends. Sometimes we just have them and we don't think about how precious and how important they are. And we have to show that. And I think that this kind of details, showing them how much we care about them, is what makes a good friendship an amazing one. What makes family. I think that's so important. I really hope that you understand what I'm trying to say and explain. And I hope that you think about this and that you agree with me. I really do hope that you agree with me in this part. And... I don't know. I think that I'm done with today's podcast. I really hope that you liked it. I absolutely did. Um, if you want to share your ideas with me, I'm going to link the Instagram of the podcast in the description of this episode. Just if you want to talk to me, I would love to share ideas and talk about this podcast or any other. And that's it. And see you next week and bye thank you so much for listening